Well, our uh, how delighted I am to have the opportunity of visiting St. Vincent de Paul's project here in the north side of Dublin, in Dublin 9. The Aurus is in Dublin 9. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have actually spent a lot of time, not fully successfully yet, in convincing the postal authorities that none of us needed to migrate to Dublin 8 to live in Aurus. So that's right. But I'm delighted to be here, and I'm particularly delighted as well to have had the opportunity of meeting people in the different rooms and meeting yourself. And I do agree with you that it is a very happy, cheerful building. It's a building with a lot of history. But even I think today, uh, the, the colour on these walls and so forth are just the right to the use of light and making it what it is. Uh, I also in, uh, want to, while I'm hearing, and we, we can talk about it again, um, to send my very best regards to a dear friend, as he was, uh, Professor Monaghan, who uh, I used to meet regularly. Uh, I used to bring TDs and senators down to the launch of the Vincent de Paul pre-budget submission, and we used to always hold it in the College of Physicians. And everyone would say, I would say to the people who needed convincing, it's the one that has the best work in it anyway, even if you don't agree with it, because it was always very, very good, and I so wish him well. I think that uh, I'm very, very uh, pleased to be here. I do want to thank uh, uh, Tony Rock and Paul Cassidy for uh, uh, writing to me and asking me to join you. Um, I think that uh, I, I think back about Christmas as well. Uh, uh, I think it's very, very important what you have just said. That sometimes it's very uh, what is happening, particularly in an age that has had such extreme individualism, damaging uh, people's relationships and their capacity to be with each other. Uh, I, I often think back myself because. Uh, I was five years old and my brother was four years old and my sisters uh, uh, were six when, uh, due to my father's illness, we spent Christmas separate from each other. And I was being reared by uh, an aunt and uncle who were, who were very, very kind people. But afterwards, I think what's very important about Christmas in a way is just what you've been describing, uh, the ability of people to be in a space where they can just simply relax and be happy and be warm. You don't sometimes have to say anything at all. Uh, and uh, I, 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 have, I must write about it sometime. But um, I also had the great opportunity of seeing things that, uh, uh, um, uh, that, had, that brought me back to very significant parts of my life. Um, my twin sisters emigrated to England at the age of 20. But they had been trained by their father, who had been uh, in the... My family was split during the Civil War. All my family, including my, my, my father, my uncles and others, were in the War of Independence. My mother was vice chair of Comanaman and Liscard County Cork. But when the Civil War came, uh, they were in different sides. And my father was spent 1923 in the car. But he learned leather work, and he also learned how to, to he was, became, he trained himself to use a sewing machine 
And so when my sisters in their 20s were going uh, to Manchester to work for British Rail in cafeterias, they were able to make their own clothes. And my father had a... I always wrote about it. What impressed me much was watching him. And relations between children and their parents is very important, is that he was able to cut leather and heel shoes and stitch and also, maybe the greatest skill of all, take a cloth and mark it with a chalk and cut it accurately. So that they were all, so all these skills to see them in many, many ways. Their skills too, uh, uh, that were very much at the heart of Dublin from the time when literally everything that people wore and everything that people made and things like that, these were really practical skills. And I would like to see some of them now in the room here, in, in here and the, the old singer sewing machine was going away. <laughs> I took a very, a very, very new model. And then on the side of it is, over my lifetime, when I was Minister for Arts Council in the Gaelic, I would often be invited uh, to the National Gallery and so on. But what is even wonderful, I think, in many ways, and I hope now that the work has been finished after all the years, that people go in there regularly. It's very important that it be open to the public. But actually, it is marvellous to see people painting and using these skills. And just the work is beautiful. As I was reminded, and I didn't need reminding, that what's on the walls here was produced here, uh, here in this house. And that represents something, uh, 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 something marvellous. And then the other skills, I think, <coughs> when you mentioned 500 people at some stage or another. And may God bless those uh, volunteers who come and make, make all of this possible. The notes I got when I was asking about where I was coming, uh, it's 15 years in existence now, and it has grown uh, to be a very valuable community-linked, integrated service, as we'd say in Irish, Nascaelish and Fubble. And uh, that you have people coming from the very young, lovely children that I met to the age of 95 is a great, great credit to you. I think uh, you mentioned Fre Frederick Osler. Mm. Indeed, uh, the great thing about the, the, the Vincent de Paul is the way that it has also moved with the times. It has now, I, I would note very well, I had an assistant who was an activist in a, a volunteer, and when I was in my office in the Dáil on Wednesdays in particular, I remember he was filling all these little envelopes, he had this list he had. But more interestingly as well, uh, about, for example, at every stage of Irish life, there are people being assisted. Uh, I remember people, you'd get in the old days a letter to say that they're, they're cutting off the electric. <laughs> and there were people who would stone the house, would, that would, would, would contact me and so on. And then when I was in Galway, there was a family that had a lot of, who had, were volunteering and also one of them working full time in the Vince Board. I had a lot of connection uh, uh, with them. The society that was established in 1844 has 11,000 volunteers and, and 1,000 conferences now across the country. Now, one of the things you did only two weeks ago, there was a report, and I was delighted to see that it is out in the public. I wish the media would use it more, and it was to show what the, the, the Vincent de Paul is now doing. It isn't just in relation to just food, food uh, the capacity to buy food or whatever, but it's also uh, things like, for example, the craziness that has happened in relation to rents. Uh, there are students who make a huge, huge effort to qualify for third level. 
and find that they can't, in fact, actually travel to the third-level colleges where they've been accepted or make meet rent. There's loads of other things as well. Uh, there are people who make a huge effort to become interested in courses and find they can't buy the equipment or buy the books and so forth. And this, in a way, one of the great effects is that it isn't to produce a rage about it, but it's very important that this be out in the open at the end of every year, so that people know, uh, you know, if we are a republic, well, we have a long distance to go in relation to. And also, this there's a report being lodged somewhere else today. I have to remember, but through from the through the ESRI. And it will take 11 different things, like, for example, uh, 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 being able to repair a broken piece of furniture. There are 11 indicators, and it will tell us exactly what uh, is the circumstance in which we find ourselves. This is where people like myself and others, I have to draw attention to this, and I'm not going to depress you at Christmas because I'm here, but at the same time, I have to keep noticing what's going on. But I think that in the end of the day, everything you're doing is uh, is about dignity, and, uh, and it's about enhancing, pe and enhancing people's lives. Um, I think that, very interestingly, as technology drove on, and as children became more and more adept with it, there's no doubt that it has created an entirely new form of loneliness, because many of the people did, are in fact losing the capacity to be able to just go to somebody when they're feeling low, or go to somebody when they just to somebody's assistance, and that's very, very, uh, uh, that's very important. I remember circumstances in the 25, 30 years I was a public representative and I would be coming to the end of a canvas, we were all canvassing and things out, and I'd be sitting there and people would say about particular difficulties, I'll go over to see Mrs. So-and-so or I'll go over to see... So and they wouldn't know what they were going to say but they were visiting a friend. And these friendships and intimacies of community and the fact that, as you say yourself, that you have a safe, warm, well, lovely place to which people can come and do all of these different things is, is, a, is, a real, uh, is a real difficulty, is a real benefit. And then I think as well, what you said was, as the people I have been meeting today, we're very lucky in Ireland about this. Uh, there's no need for us to be dividing according to age. Um, it is one of the things that keeps people, first of all, young people love hearing stories. There's a connection between the oral heritage of our country. And isn't it very interesting, it was recognised by UNESCO now yesterday. So all those stories that were gathered up from the 1930s will be, in fact, have a status in the war of memory. But in the same way that the passing on of the history of a place and so forth is very, very important. And equally in relation to the sharing of the skills that young people can in fact share. So I think then there are the people who are coming to, 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 li to, to live with us. We should never ever forget that the reason there are 70 million people who claim to be Irish abroad is that we have always been a migratory people. Our people have been leaving and going all over the world. And when people come to our world in the same way, we must never forget, too, that we're going to hear new stories, new contributions, and we will all benefit from it. I think we're in, you know, sometimes people refer to George in Dublin. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that there was one time, in fact, uh, 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 we had a, 
uh, if you like, those who were able to uh, celebrate a certain lifestyle. And then as their circumstances changed, they fled to the suburbs. And thus you would have 20 families living in a, in a, in a house. And, uh, and when I often, and I wrote my lecture on the 1913 lockout, and look at the circumstances in which people lived. But I actually have talked to many, many of the people who are from and what were called the, the tenements in, uh, in Dublin. And what would actually make you amaze you is the fantastic achievements in terms of humanity that they achieved between each other, looking after each other. Uh, it was something it took far too long into the <coughs> 1950s before people dealt with the housing uh, in many ways. But isn't it great now to see a life like this being breathed into this building? And you're putting a new spirit into it and so forth. People have come back and there are people who will be doing something very, very important. I've gone on too long, but may I say again, a reach, a treslim revasamidatosh of the Yenatov Kaelin, I do want to pay tribute again to your compassion, care, empathy. And I think that not only uh, do you draw strength from each other, but I have to say that in my station behalf of Sabina as well, uh, is that when we visit places like this, and we visit many places, we get strength from it as well. And I so want to congratulate, in particular, your volunteers who are making it all possible. And there's something interesting as well. It isn't every place, unfortunately, that you could bring something like this into existence and have it flourish for 15 years. And that's an enormous credit to the community of North Inner City Dublin. So, Ganairi Lob, I so wish them every success in everything they're doing for people of all ages in building what I acknowledge as President of Ireland is a great example in experiencing an inclusive society. And everyone who uses the service in the coming years and on into the future, I wish them health and happiness. And for all of you who have been here now for 15 years and who have such good memories, may you have many, many more. It's Garmila Mahake Asaf Thank you for your invitation.